Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. This is the BK and Ferrario podcast, powered by I Promise. Now here's BK and Ferrario. With Tanner Hendrickson and Andrew Marsham, Alex Ferrario, it is BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN. Brandon Kylie off today. He will be back on Monday when hopefully we'll get a little bit clearer of a picture of what the Blues' decisions are going to be because you will be less than five days away from the trade waiver freeze before the expansion draft. The expansion list is going to be sent out on the 18th. And then, of course, you have the expansion draft for the Seattle Kraken on the 21st. So a lot of decisions that have to be made for Doug Armstrong, and the biggest one is Vladimir Tarasenko. And to talk about that, we welcome in David Poyota of the fourth period. He's the editor-in-chief. He is also a host and analyst of Series. XM NHL Network Radio, and he joins us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. David, it's great to talk with you again, buddy. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Definitely. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for coming on because we got a lot to talk about. And we'll start with the Vladimir Tarasenko uh, circumstance right now for Doug Armstrong. You know, earlier today you put a tweet out that said uh, your understanding that some teams have requested and received his medical records. So let's just start here, David. What do you think the interest is in Vladimir Tarasenko now that he is asked to be traded away? Yeah, well, this, this has been going on for a couple of weeks now to at least get the ball rolling. And then obviously it comes out. Um, that that it was an official trade request. Um, so my from from what I've been gathering is that there are definitely teams interested in in Vladdy Tarasenko trying to make something work here with teams that are considered playoff contender type of clubs. Uh, the New York Islanders certainly one team that's de- definitely in the mix, uh, but there are going to be others, and there are others that are poking around to see if they can try to make something work here. Now, his cap hit seven point five million. The money itself, $9.5 million in salary next year, 5500000 in the final year. I don't think the money itself is, is a major concern. It's, it's more the cap hit. Uh, likely getting back similar type of money coming back to, to St. Louis. I don't see this being a scenario where he's dumped for, you know, a couple draft picks or something to that effect because the teams that are looking at him right now, uh, as I mentioned, are clubs that are, that are contenders, and a lot of them have, you know, some cap restraints themselves. So, the the the, the, do, the the ball excuse me has definitely been rolling on this one, and it wouldn't shock me if we see something happen before the expansion draft, before the lists go in on the 17th uh, at four o'clock local. It, it's not a guarantee by any stretch, but the, some of the teams that I've heard they, it, 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 to them, whether it happens before or after, uh, there, there's no restriction from that perspective. I'm curious. You mentioned the cap hit, and we've heard a lot of 
kind of stars in the NHL with trade requests this year. We've got Matthew Kachuk that we're hearing rumors about in Calgary. We've got Vladdy now here in St. Louis, Seth Jones. Uh, you've got Jack Eichel in Buffalo. How With those names on the market and then also the fact that we have a flat cap, how much does that kind of tie the hands of Doug Armstrong and teams around the league that really would be interested in going to get guys like this? Yeah, it, it makes things, it certainly makes things difficult from, from this perspective. Um, because as I mentioned, if you're, if you're moving out seven and a half million, a lot of teams can't take a, they can't take the full hit on and, and B if they can take on say, you know, uh, bulk of it, let's say 5 million, there's still two and a half that they have to figure out exactly how they want to offset that. That are they going to request St. Louis to retain some salary for the next two seasons? Are they asking for another player to go back? Um, and, and then at that point, you know, is it a player that they're looking to buy out? So all of these, all of these different elements kind of come into play here as part of these discussions. And um, it, it's, it's played a factor here. Now, I, I know, as I mentioned, there are teams that, are just, that, that have been in trade negotiations with Doug Armstrong on the player. Um, you know, I don't know definitively if something is, is on the horizon. You know, we're going to see something over the weekend or if this goes to next week or after the expansion draft um, around the, 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 the time of the draft itself. Um, but there's definitely been some, some discussions, prolonged discussions between the Blues and, and the other teams that they're, just, that they're having the conversation with. Um, and all of these different elements have, have certainly been part of the equation because of the flat cap era that we're in. Here we're talking with David Poyota, editor-in-chief of the fourth period, host and analyst at NHL Network Radio. Uh, David, this is the interesting part, too, with Doug Armstrong because, look, they, they got a team that underperformed this past off se- or this past season, uh, a team that really struggled to find offense. And if you're trading away your former 40-goal scorer, you're obviously looking for more offense. How does Doug Armstrong negotiate through this with this offseason? I mean, with Vladdy, are you trying to find an asset that can warrant you some type of offense, or are you just really looking to find a team that would be willing to eat as much of that salary as possible? I think it's a combination of, of trying to make the money work along with trying to fill a hole, another hole on, on the roster. So trying to bring in another asset. You're not going to – this isn't going to be a scenario where you're moving out, you know, Tarasenko and bringing back a similar caliber player. I, I don't think um, that that's the case. If you are bringing somebody back, you're likely bringing in a middle six forward that is going to, you know, step in for perhaps a Mike Hoffman, for example. Maybe he plays in, in that type of a role. Or you look at someone third or fourth line – excuse me, second or third line that can slot into your middle six. And, you know, depending on how else – the money works if there's another asset, then you figure that out from that point forward. But I think it's a combination of moving out money. Um, you got to figure it out and have it work with the other team. But you're likely bringing back a player that is, is you know, second, third line, middle nine kind of player, middle six, excuse me, uh, kind of asset. Because it allows you to then pursue perhaps another forward up front via free agency or perhaps, again, the trade market while knowing that you've got some free agents that you're probably going to lose uh, starting the 28th. Let's try to fill some holes elsewhere and then try to fill the offensive and and, uh, goal void in some other manner. You know, that's interesting, David, because the Blues do have other trade chips if they decide to go that route. I mean, we've heard the name of Vince Dunn Dunn brought up an awful lot. We've heard the name uh, Robert Thomas brought up an awful lot. How... How aggressive do you think Doug Armstrong and other general managers will be before that list is due on the 17th? Because I would imagine if you're going to make big moves like that, try and go hockey trades, 
You want to make those before the expansion draft so that you can protect the guys that you need to. Or maybe do you see a scenario where there's an agreement in place before the expansion draft? You protect the players that you need, and then you start making those deals after the expansion draft. Yeah, it it really comes down to how uh, hamstrung or tight some of these teams are with respect to their rosters. And, you know, if if there's the risk of losing a player, uh, you know, via the expansion draft, then you try and, and you're trying to do a two for one or something to that effect. Um, then you try to, to, to squeeze that deal out at the same, you know, prior to the expansion draft, while at the same time also talking to Seattle and their GM, Ron Francis, trying to cover your butt a little bit and saying, okay, if this deal falls through, then I got to figure out a way to protect this asset in some fashion so I don't lose him to Seattle for nothing, and then figure out the trade, uh, a trade element afterwards. So it, it, it's a tough scenario, and it, it, it's a tough. Um, uh, predicament for a lot of these teams and it's hard to kind of get a good read on what direction each team is going to go in because some teams as i mentioned are utilizing uh you know a couple different plans in place they're, they're they're talking to their primary you know whatever trade discussion they're having and then they're trying to also create a backup plan be it seattle or even some other teams that are willing to retain some salary for those clubs that are a little cap uh heavy i, I want to jump back dave real quick to uh vladdy again real quick uh, we were talking a little bit during the break. What happens if Army can't get the value that he thinks that he deserves or wants in a trade with Vladimir Tarasenko? I mean, do you feel like there's any chance that Vladimir Tarasenko could be back on this Blues roster come next season if they can't figure out a trade? And if so, then what do you do? You have a disgruntled uh, star that doesn't want to be here. Right, exactly. You have to outweigh that. So you certainly need to understand what the market is. And, and I think by this point, uh, him and the staff, have a pretty good idea of what type of return they could potentially be getting here. Um, You know, if if everything falls through, then you have to sit back and you have to regroup and then pursue things after free agency. Maybe you go to teams that lost out on a couple players and and you, you, you circle back with them to say, all right, well, we still have this guy. He could fill a void for you. Let's try to make a move because I think it, 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 the discussion between the player and the team seems to be pretty set in terms of where the future is. And it's, it, it, certainly is pointing towards out of St. Louis. And I think both sides are trying to make that work. Um, But, you know, he also has a full no trade. So there is going to be, you know, he has a say in where he could potentially end up. Um, And, you know, if if something doesn't happen now, maybe he's, you know, forced to expand his his horizon a little bit. Um, But that would be something we would probably see, I would imagine, closer to the start or right after the beginning of free agency. We got a couple more minutes with David Poyota, editor-in-chief for the fourth period, host and analyst on NHL Network Radio, is with us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. David, final one on Vladimir Tarasenko that I want to ask you. Uh, we, we've heard the rumors of some teams that might be interested. You know, the Islanders, the Rangers, the Penguins' names have been brought up. Are there other teams that you think make sense for Vladimir Tarasenko and for Doug Armstrong to take a look at? Uh, I mean, you're, you're looking at clubs that, that are, are looking to retool or similar to, you know, similar to St. Louis that are looking to retool or juggle, juggle their rosters a little bit. You know, there's so much talk out of Philadelphia that they are looking to not only, you know, shake things up, they want to remain competitive. So I could certainly see a scenario where a team like the Philadelphia Flyers have had discussions with St. Louis uh, and saying, okay, well, we, we're looking to make some moves. We've got some pricey guys. You're looking to move out a pricey guy. Is there a potential marriage here that could work? That, that's certainly one team that I would not be shocked uh, if, if they've had discussions with St. Louis to this point. Uh, and then you look around the league to see who has 
the hole up front in their top six that needs to be filled from an offensive weapon perspective. You know, Toronto is an interesting one for me uh, because they're going to lose, by all indications, Zach Hyman. Now, he is a left winger, and, and Vladdy shoots left and plays the right side. I'm curious to see if a team like Toronto, for example, gets in the mix uh, to, to try to see if they can replace offense in some fashion. Now, that one becomes a lot trickier because of how tight they are with the cap. So you'd have to imagine a player coming back, uh, at least a player coming back in the form of an Alex Kerfoot, who's got 3.7, uh, excuse me, 3.5 million on his deal, and you got to figure out money in some other fashion. Uh, that might be a scenario where Toronto requests St. Louis to retain salary, as an example. Um, but there are going to be teams that have those voids up front that are definitely going to be talking to St. Louis to try to figure out how to potentially make something fit and work here. And David, final one for you. We've talked a lot about this offseason and a big offseason for Doug Armstrong. You know, we've talked about getting bigger on the blue line. We've talked about scoring. And then we've also looked at that top left wing position. Uh, who do you feel like makes sense for the Blues? You know, we've brought up Gabriel Landeskog. We've heard the Matthew Kachuk name brought up. Jack Eichel's name has been brought up. Frankly, if he's played left wing and can be a top winger, his name has been brought up to St. <laughs> Louis. Uh, but it does seem like that's the biggest need for Doug Armstrong. And does it seem like yeah. he can make a acquisition for that this offseason? Well, he's certainly going to try. I mean, and that's why I think, you know, the Tarasenko return will likely fill another hole on the roster um, that, that allows him to not – you know, have to pursue something. They've got one area that they're going to fill up if, if they're losing out another player. And then that, you know, turns the focus, the primary focus to, to that left side. Um, you know, I, I wonder if, you know, if I'm, if I'm St. Louis and you mentioned some of the trade chips that they have, I'm looking at this going, this is potentially more, uh, uh, there, there may be more opportunities from a trade perspective to fill that void than looking at free agency. You know, I don't think, a Taylor Hall, who's also a left winger. I don't know if that's the direction they want to go in after you know, the experiment with Mike Hoffman didn't really work. So I, I could probably I, I see them more likely going the trade route than free agency. But again, he's going to certainly, and his staff are certainly going to explore all their options to see what could fit there. Um, but they got to figure out Tarasenko first and then look to see how they can bring in some additional offense specifically on that left side. It's going to be an interesting offseason, a big offseason, and I know the work is just beginning for you guys over at the fourth period in on Sirius XM uh, NHL Radio. David, thank you so much for taking some time today, man. Hopefully we can catch up again throughout this offseason and uh, enjoy this uh, this craziness that will be the expansion draft. Yeah, it should be an interesting one. You guys too. Thank you. You've been listening to the BK and Ferrario podcast, powered by I Promise. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.